Horror Play is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to www.audibletrial.com shark to get your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. They have over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. Jingles doesn't matter. It's just because it was zoomed in. You haven't been doing this podcast thing very long. Have it's you, good. Nope. Okay. Haven't started yet. Are we on now? Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome <laughs> to Horror Play. I'm your host, John Laswa. <laughs> Hopefully, this time we can get started. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, can we start hey. over? Are I'm just gonna, like... Are you going to introduce anyone? <laughs> really? No. <laughs> no. Let's let's just roll with it. Just stumble through All it. All right. Like, we, like I usually this do. This is Robert ruined everything. Hey. All right. Welcome to Horror this Play, intro. the podcast where we try to find the scariest game ever made. I'm your host, John Lossiff, again. Joining me today are my cuddly co-hosts, Adam Jedmore. Hi. Robert Lamb. Hello. And Tyler Scholes. Hello. Adam, what game are we talking about this week? This week, we are talking about Craven Manor. It is a first-person horror puzzle game. Um... It originally started as a student project, and there was a lot of interest in it in the Let's Play community, so they decided to venture off and make Demon Wagon Studios. Jeez. Student project. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Off of it. I mean... It, I was making, like, macaroni, like, paintings. Well, no, this was... This was, this was like well, you did go to Florida State. I think this wasn't yeah, a kindergarten true. project, John. <laughs> I think it was a little bit <laughs> further along. Uh, just, John, oh, you don't know these days are kids. John just didn't like, do true. any projects yeah. from kindergarten on. He decided he was done. And we don't know or what he did Or maybe I was college. making macaroni paintings to, up until college. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't go to the best college around, actually. Yeah. Gold goals. It was a really easy A, <laughs> yeah. a in art class. No, actually, I failed. <laughs> okay, go ahead. You're about well, that. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should have made a, a horror game instead. Then, yeah. Well, right. tell me about this horror game these students made. Uh, so, this game starts off. You are in the rain. You wake up. I guess you sleep outside in the rain. Uh, you enter into this mansion. You don't know anything about it. Uh, you get into the main lobby of the mansion. Stuff has been strewn everywhere. It doesn't look like anybody's lived there for a while. There's some blood around, if I remember correctly. Yeah, uh, I think so. Well, there's definitely so like the books. Start. There's definitely like books. Like, yeah, there's like I, like strewn about. I think at the very beginning, it's fairly clean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's books and stuff around, but I don't think there's any blood or anything at the beginning. All right. Yeah, and it's just you can tell nobody's lived there for a while. Um, mm. and there's this big glass case in front of you, and. Uh, so you kind of explore this little entrance hallway a little bit, and then you find a door that's open. You proceed through it, and we enter Craven Manor. Dun dun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Huh? Does uh, that's the <laughs> yeah. game, and that was it. I was, yeah. I mean, roll credits. Done. I feel like if I say anything more about it, it kind of yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll kills uh, kills it. our discussion yeah, a little I mean, bit. It's not like we're on a podcast. Discussing this game, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Listen, it's, we'll discuss it a little bit later. Right. It's it's a pretty as in like simple fi- premise. Yeah, right. I mean, it's basically like that's the exact Resident Evil kind of show up at a mansion, yeah, and then explore said well, mansion. Yeah, it's your kind of general horror game. But there's it's, there's really no combat in the game. It's more just a a puzzle game. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about the puzzle aspect. What about this game makes it uh unique? As far as like puzzles go, uh, 
nothing really um well there was one thing come on <laughs> well okay um yeah the the, right the mixing yeah. of the the rooms uh the first room you can enter is i that, i assume that's what you're talking about correct yeah. it was a okay. library right library yeah. yeah i think it was the was it the library well I mean, yeah was, when you was it like a, a you, cellar when, it was no, like, when you walk into the like the main room you see there's the glass case with like a model of the house and on that model, the only thing that's there is the main hall, and then there's a library attached to it, which is the only room that you can enter at the start. Right. Uh, you go through, you explore the library, and you find a model of the cellar. And you go, and your character's like, oh, I can take this back to that model. So you walk back into the main hall, and then scary stuff happens. Y- yeah. So, yeah. Like, you fall over, lights go out, and then you wake up, and... The, the glass was the broken, glass was and broken. you can now access the model. Yeah. And the model was basically your way of looking at the map because yeah. you would connect whatever model rooms you found within the mansion, you would connect them to rooms yeah. you were already accessed, yeah. and you can visit more rooms, and that's there's, kind of how... Yeah, there's like four points on the main hall on the model mm. that you can attach other rooms to. And like when you go back there, the library is missing. Right. So... What you can do is you can take like the new model piece that you found, attach it to the doorway where the library was, and if you walk through that door, then now it's the cellar. Right. Yeah. So where, each you can you could go into like the same door but enter a different room depending yeah. on what room you attach yeah, to and it. And you and you can pick up the pieces and move them however you want, whenever you want. Like I, it's not locked in place. The reason why I wanted to bring that up right away is because I thought it was just so unique. It was something I've never really seen before in a game that I could think of. No, um, I, I can't say I've seen that anywhere. And it was unique, but they didn't utilize it well. I know. That's, it's, yeah. uh, one, and that was a huge well, was disappointment. A project. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but no, I think Well, they did uh, decide to turn it into a game, so I think that's it's, true. it opens up a kind of new door. Get it? Open uh, door. Uh, but no, I'd love to see Get this kind of Wouldn't it be the same door? Yeah. That's true. Oh, it would just be a new room. Yeah. Faced. No, <laughs> and you're fired. <laughs> no, I would love to see more games take uh, advantage of this idea. Yeah, it's... You know, where you can, like, control the kind of level design yourself. Yeah, and I, I thought there was going to be more to the game because of that. Because you could also turn the room, since you could place them wherever you wanted. Yeah. You could turn them, and a couple of them had different doors that you could connect to the main hall. Yeah. So I yeah. thought at some points maybe you could connect the rooms together because you yeah. always had to have an entrance back into the main yeah. hall i think but now now that i think about it i think that is and we were talking about this before the podcast there's kind of these secrets that you can gather to es- essentially get like a different ending later on mm-hmm. and i think to get those um secret items that you need you rotate the room to get yeah. into the back entrance of certain yeah, rooms to get to the other side that you can't access otherwise uh, right which is like something that. we didn't do and that's why we don't, yeah i didn't even think about that yeah i think especially for horror games this is an idea that could work work very well because in a lot of horror games you have to like backtrack to like find certain items mm-hmm. but i think in this case you know they had fleshed it out earlier like there's certain tropes of like oh getting like certain items like where you have to like backtrack like you can breed new life into that it's like oh well i gotta go here but i have to like approach in a different way or i have like a reoriented like uh, the room in a certain way. And like, that's cool. You know? Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, I like the idea behind it. Um, just the rest of the execution of the game. Yeah. I found a little lacking. Yeah. For the most part, the game was kind of, kind of boring. Yeah. It was, it was very <laughs> yeah. straightforward. The reason I initially responded with, uh, there was nothing really unique about these puzzles. Um, Mm-hmm. was because they yeah. underutilized the movement of the rooms yeah. but also the puzzles were for the most part walk through the room yeah uh, and find something yeah. Yeah. yeah go into the the door in the next room pull one pretty easy to find lever get a new house piece and you cleared it yeah, yeah. um so, so there really wasn't much thought it was basically to just the puzzles. the puzzles and also one enemy the yeah, yeah the main enemy yeah, yeah who was defeated by you looking at it well, that's true. let's give it a little credit. It did <laughs> it did get pretty creepy. It was. Yeah, I'll give it that. Uh, there were a few times I turned around and caught it sneaking up yeah. on me, and I was just like, what the fuck? Well, okay, the, yeah. the, the, the antagonist of this game, it's, well, basically the only antagonist, is basically this kind of bronze man. Bronze, bronze he, mannequin. Bronze mannequin. Yeah. If, when you don't, when you don't have your sights set on him, like he'll move towards you and attack you. And, and like really it's quick. The, it's yes. the yeah. Slenderman type thing of it. If you're looking at it, it doesn't. 
Yeah. Well, it's like the opposite. Slender Man, you couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't look at Slender Man. This one, you have to keep your eyes on the Tin Man, or he'll move. Yeah. Towards you. You know what's great is then like you keep your eyes on him, but then you have to turn a corner, but then you turn back, and he's like, and that's like closer. closer. Yeah. Like, yeah. And <laughs> you can always hear the like squeaks behind that's you too. That's one of the things yeah. like yeah. they kind of did well a little bit, which I thought they were going to do more of later, but it's only remember like the one time where. He's in. You're like kind of locked in a room with him, and you have to find the lever and do this. And he's oh. constantly chasing you, so you have to like look at him and, and keep looking room. at him, then try to like turn and pull the lever and look back before he attacks oh, you. He has yeah. like the creepiest movements too. Like so, he'll like yeah. crawl on the all yeah, the, fours. Yeah. When you turn around and he's crawling after you, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Kind of yeah. creepy. Yeah. yeah. There was one time I, I turned around and he was. Kind of crawling, but almost like he was half standing up, like getting ready to reach for me. It really freaked me out. Yeah. I think like my favorite part, though, was when because me and John were playing this not too long ago and John was playing the game and it was before like we really had too many encounters with this guy. And I remember we went down a hallway and there's like a sheet draped over what looked like a statue yeah but i was like hey that's him like i was joking around i was like that's him and john just like walks past the statue and as he's walking by i'm like john's like maybe it's him so he like turned around he's like well here he comes and then he turned around and like the the sheet was just down and like the statue was gone and we're like oh shit shit. yeah (laughs) i remember that oh what have i done yeah (laughs) i was was just joking man (laughs) yeah that joke yeah turned turned sour pretty fast the joke is on you yep (laughs) anyway that kind of leads us kind of nicely into our next segment. What was everyone's scariest moment in the game? Well, I, I think mine um, was pretty much what I just said. It was actually yeah. in that, the bedroom where you had to find that, like, the, lo- yeah. the, the curtain when you're pool. locked. The one time where you're, like, locked in the room with him, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was kind of your first major encounter with him. Yeah. And I just had trouble finding that... Uh, well, yeah, that, yeah that, that curtain pool in the like, corner of the room. You have like one other encounter with him beforehand in the cellar. You run into him. Yeah, yeah but, but it, it wasn't like as a, a, it wasn't like yeah, as, it was kind of a, an introduction to yeah. him. He wasn't like really aggressive or, yeah, or he, coming I mean, he after does, you. Yet. He does go after you there, but it's not like crazy. No, yeah, it's just like the game tell basically tells you to run, and you're like, all right. And if you run, yeah, you're it's, kind of it's kind of the tutorial safe. for him. It's yeah. it's just kind of a, a straight line out of that room, yeah. and if you stop, he'll get you. Um, yeah. But this was kind of the first real encounter, and I just I had trouble finding that that curtain pool in the corner yeah. to open the the room and fill it with light. Yeah. And I kept hearing it squeak behind me, and every time I would turn around, it would just be right there in yeah. some yeah. really creepy well, and pose, and, and it you, really freaked me out. And like your flashlight would flicker, and every once in a while, turn off. I don't yeah. know if you ran into that. Like, if you were taking too long in that section or any section, like, you're so you're stuck in this room with him, you're looking at him, and then your light starts flat, flickering and it goes off, and you're like, oh, well, I can't see him, and now, now he's, he's going to attack me. me. Yeah. yeah, that happened to me quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it was when we were in the library. Um, it's kind of like the same kind of thing. He's following you around, and you have to press these books, like, in a certain order. Yeah. And every time we had to press like a book... Like you usually do in a library? Yeah, obviously, yeah. to get that secret <laughs> entrance or whatever. Yeah. Um, whenever you had to press a book, you had to go to, like, the next aisle or whatever and yeah. press the next one. And every time, like, trying to keep your eyes on him and, like, turn a corner and then just hearing him squeak and then you see him, like, crawl around the corner sometimes. Yeah. It was, like, really freaky. I, I thought that was, like, definitely, like... It was just more of, like, a tense moment than an actual jump-out scary moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there were there really no were no big like jump out scary moments. It was mostly just a creepy atmosphere. Yeah, because yeah, you knew when like you you would know when he was nearby and whatnot. Like because he was squeaky because <laughs> he's made of bronze. Yeah, yeah. I think well, Robert, you actually described my scariest moment, but ooh, with the sheet. Yeah, I know you ruined. You're it welcome. For me. Yeah. Now I'll describe another scary moment is when you make your way out of the attic. I made my way out of the attic with uh, a key, or at least I thought I did. But the whole yeah, time he with dropped the, it. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize it. But like when I was working my way to the attic, I ran into the guy, and like I was like, "Oh, I just I had to run away from him." I didn't realize I dropped the the key or like the model segment that mm. I needed. <laughs> so I made my way all the way back to the hallway of the manor. And it was like, "Oh, wait a minute, I don't have the thing." So I had to go all the way back up into the attic, like yeah. basically near the beginning. And the whole time I'm just like, "Oh God." <laughs> Please, Please don't, don't let me run into the bronze man. He never showed up. I, yeah. yeah, I think once you got the house piece, it yeah. kind of cleared him until you went into well, the I didn't, next room. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> come on, John. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think about it, but now that you mentioned, like, once you've picked up the piece, he doesn't seem to really care anymore. Yeah, He's I like, oh, you did it. Oh, I'll wait for him the next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll oh, get you next time. Yeah. He's like, 
well, you know, you he got the house piece, so whatever. Yeah. But he, let's yeah. let's go protect the next one. Yeah. Even yeah. that, like, I feel like he kind of isn't an issue very long. I mean, the game's short, but he's only really an issue, really there for like half the game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it takes like, him a while to show up, and then also, like, even in the later stages, I feel like he doesn't always pop up. It's yeah. There's only, like, a few key areas where it was, like, kind of try to get away from him. Yeah, yeah that's true. But um, I, I kind of like that about it. I I felt like they didn't overdo it. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a Slenderman-ish kind of thing yeah. that could get old pretty quick. Yeah, it took me a while to... Uh, realized that he wasn't constantly going to be after me and since it's such a short game mm. um i i think that really worked to its benefit yeah um yeah <laughs> okay. well my, i just my bla- my brain went blank really yeah you need uh, some time to recover i do need some time to recover all right i think now's a good time <laughs> for what john <laughs> oh now's, now's the time for commercial messages <laughs> okay those funny commercials <laughs> they're hilarious Hey guys, Robert here to tell you about our special offer with Audible.com. If you go to audibletrial.com slash shark, you can get yourself a free audiobook and free 30-day trial. I myself have Audible, and I can say that they offer a tremendous service. They, over 180,000 books to choose from. And if you're not sure, you're like, I don't know, I don't know what book I would pick. Well, I'm going to suggest one. Look up Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton. Obviously, Jurassic World just came out recently. You've probably seen it because everybody has seen this movie. And if you like the original, read the book. Because the book, while being similar to the original, it's a completely almost like a different story. It's still as good. It, they're both good in their own regards. But the book has more, more thrills, more action, more science. And the book obviously has more character development because it's a book. It's longer. And if you don't want to read the actual book with pages, go to Audible, download the book for your free book, and listen to it. Not sure how long it is, but, you know, whatever. You're listening to it. You listen to podcasts, listen to, listen to a book. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed with this one. So go to audibletrial.com slash shark. Make sure you do slash shark to get your free audiobook and your free 30-day trial Audible has over 180,000 books to choose from if you don't want to choose Jurassic Park. And you can download them for anything, your iPod, your iPhone, your Kindle, your MP3 player, anything that plays MP3s, even a Zune. We always mention the Zune. If you have a Zune, you're one of the few people that has one, get it for your Zune. Once again, that's audibletrial.com slash shark. Please state your name for the camera. David. Huh? State your name. David Summers. And why are you here? Because you think I killed them. Killed who? Killed who, David? (laughs) My friends. And did you? Those are 
What exactly happened out there, Mr. Summers? There was something out there with us! Something that helped Mr. Summers, we ask you to calm down. summer of 2015, Paralyzed, brought to you by Shark Dropper Studios. Welcome back to Horror Play. So Adam, did you uh, figure out what you were going to say before you went to commercial break? Crash Bandicoot. There That's what he was going to say. If you're confused as to the context of that, listen to back. the commercials. Yeah, listen to the commercials. Which also have the no context. <laughs> that doesn't help with the context <laughs> at all. Don't tell them, Robert. My Jeez. bad. Robert doesn't Robert. know. Don't tell them what they just listened to. <laughs> you guys know that that comes first, right? Robert doesn't know that this <laughs> episode is actually sponsored by Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't think Himself. Robert knows how time works. Uh, well, I know something. <laughs> he does <laughs> know how that works. works. <laughs> Look, see, now you ruined it because if they skipped through the commercials before, yeah. they would have went back and listened, but you fucked up. They wouldn't skip through the commercials. Robert, you're The fired. lovely people here would love to listen to every commercial that, w- that we put on. Uh, okay. <laughs> what am I good at, John? Uh, you're good at ratings. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of the podcast. I was going to say ruining everything, but. <laughs> Same thing. Starts Both R. starts with an R. Huh. Yeah. There we go. Some people <laughs> say you do ruin the podcast with your ratings. Eh, maybe. Okay. My ratings, they're all of our ratings. Because yeah, I'm going to tell worst. you how the ratings work, Well, this John. is your system, so please tell me how it works. I'll let you know. Basically, we're worried about finding the scariest game of all time. Worried. Not really worried, but you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> That's our goal. It keeps us up at night. <laughs> it does. Hey, man. We have a tie for first place right now. Yeah. Don't act like you're not worried about that. Well, <laughs> all right, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I lose sleep over it. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. Anyways, we have a horror rating system, and basically we're looking for the scariest game, but we also have other categories which we judge these games, including immersion, story, and gameplay. Uh, basically, we'll go to each category. We rate um, out of a 1 through 10 scale, and uh, we average them together and see what it comes out to. So we'll just start with immersion. Which is the atmosphere, the music, um, sound effects, all that goody, goody, goody. all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, Wait, look. let me read the last two. I just creativity. Didn't, I want to go through graphics. all of them. <laughs> it was two. You stopped at two. Because it would have been I like flipped. atmosphere, music, etc., etc. Et I flipped the yeah. sa- I flipped the page, okay. so I can't see the yeah. list, and I didn't feel like going. You, well, them you all. wrote the list, so <laughs> that's I true. Mean, yeah, but I'm not going to memorize you, it all. And you say it. This is the thirtieth time you've said it. That's true. That's nah. why I'm tired of it. <laughs> I think, and I, I think shouldn't have wrote so listen, many things. Then listen, I think this came out of a lot it. of the other games. This is one where creativity is kind of important. Nah, we no? would get to it anyways. Okay, yeah. we're gonna get to it. Are so we? let's go to the scale. I gave it an eight out of ten. John a seven out of ten. Tyler a seven out of ten. Adam a six point five out of ten. <sighs> I just barely Adam? missed being a little more. Yes, Adam, why do you hate this game? Um, what are our categories again? <laughs> Robert, <laughs> yes. can you tell me? Hold on, let me flip the page. Atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, and graphics. Okay, so, um, yeah, you I don't know. I just gave it a 6.5. I really don't have that great of a, re- a reason. I mean, the graphics weren't the greatest thing ever, but it's an indie game. Mm. Um, I don't really remember too much music. Uh, the atmosphere was kind of creepy. Um, I guess creativity, I'm, I'm amazingly knocking them off for because they had a great idea in there that they very much underutilized. Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a higher score just because of the atmosphere. I like the creativity. I agree they underutilized it, but I still thought it was a unique experience. And the fact that we missed parts of the game because we didn't turn a room to go explore the other side of it makes me kind of wish like yeah. we explored a little more. I think a lot of atmosphere in this game was created by the the enemy. And the enemy was actually really well done. Yeah. I mean it wasn't it wasn't used too often, which may or may not be a bad thing. Whoa, we're not talking story, plot characters, enemies yet. Hey, John. listen, <laughs> it all ties together. <laughs> to, to creativity. Right. So yeah, I think the atmosphere in this game is where 
I score at the highest is where the majority of my seven comes from. So. Okay. Yeah, I I think the majority of it comes from atmosphere and the uh, creativity. Yeah, I um, I mean the graphics aren't bad. It's it was made uh, it runs on the Unreal Engine, so it's not a terrible looking game. It's not great. I mean, like we said, it started off as a school project. I think there's maybe like twelve people total that worked on this game. Mm-hmm. It's a short game, but not a lot of people worked on the game. So. Everyone who did work on it had to put in a lot of work. Except Jerry. Yeah. Uh, he just that guy didn't even try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you just make a door? <laughs> hey, there was a lot of doors There was Jerry a lot of had to program. But they all looked the same. Did you notice that? I did. That I was very true. disappointed in With Jerry. With the, the same kind of lock. But yeah. none of them had that lock hanging there. Gary's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. I thought it was Jerry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking of Rat Queens, oh. where they make fun of Gary. That's probably like Jerry. Fuck, sure. I'm out. They probably. They probably <laughs> I'm out. Let's talk about story. Let's, Let's go, go to story. From this Robert, tell me story me, categories. All I right. Forgot. So story is our next category, and story contains the subcategories plot, characters, and enemies. I looked at your list before you covered it. <laughs> Damn it. And basically, nice. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. John, a 6 out of 10. Tyler, a 6 out of 10. Adam, a 5 out of 10. Again, I just missed being the lowest. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Adam hates the game. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I didn't love it. Um, the plot was... You know, thin, very weak. Um, what was the plot? The uh... the James Craven, I believe his name was. Okay. Um, he was had basically <laughs> he had a manner. Yeah. And it was a coward. Okay. There uh, you go. End of story. Yeah. There we go. So he turned oh. people into tin men, right? Yeah. He yeah. was he was kidnapping people and okay. like teenagers and stuff and. Uh, Murdering them and trying to put their souls into these bronze yeah. statues because those won't die like human bodies. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's, yeah, you find out, like, through... The way you get the story from this game is, like, a lot of horror games. It's finding yeah, pieces th- of paper and stuff. And let me, let me tack that onto the reason I gave it a five because I'm kind of sick of that. It's very yeah. overused. Um, let's just move on from it already. Yeah. Every it seems like it's every indie horror game now. It's just seems like it's every horror game. Yeah, yeah. Every horror game has like notes gotta, about like what happened at this place you prior to you playing acting. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but a cutscene here and there wouldn't hurt. Yeah, no. Or or just some larger piece of text that gives mm-hmm. context to it instead of finding these little pieces with little tidbits of things where you have to yeah. try and like and piece pe- it together yeah. yourself. And then if you. Don't do all the exploration. You miss things. Yeah. It kind of. I'll be honest. I never read those things. No. I just pick it up, glance at it, and just like well. we read. Like I know <laughs> when we when we play, we read some of them. Like if they're short, you but remember, if it's like a remember, three page one, we're like no. You remember like the documents you found Outlast? There was like a oh couple my, pages. Yeah, long. I was yeah, like, like no nope. way. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I most that. of these games now, I I barely read the the things, and then I just find a wiki if afterwards. I read, I the story. Synopsis, yeah. If I wanted to read, I'd go pick up a book or an, an audio audiobook from audible.com. Or watch, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Which ties in more to our commercials than Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Except you don't read audio, John. That's true. I could no read offense. the book while I'm listening to the yeah. audiobook. I think we used he that actually, in one of the commercials before. <laughs> okay. John actually gets the audiobooks that come with closed captions. <clears throat> yeah. Audible.com slash shark. Audiblechild.com slash shark. There we go. Okay, good. So let's. <laughs> does anybody else have anything to say about story? Not a whole. I like, no, you know, I mean the story is he kills people, cuts them up, plates them in bronze, and then uses some form of magic, I assume, to bring them back to life. Yeah. See, you you don't know. So yeah. five. Well, I, I, well I, I mean, and then you know you get your typical ending in yeah. a horror game. Yeah. Things blowing you, up. You go I, I, through everything. Yeah. Stuff's yeah. blowing up. You got to escape. You go to. Every, suddenly it blacks out. You wake up on a medical table and, and find you, out that you're one of the bronze things now. And yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, the story's paper thin, but the enemy. That's I why I gave four. it a little bit above a five was because of the enemy. Yeah. yeah. I don't so know. I thought it was unique. It, it was. Yeah, it I, was. I like the enemy for. I gave it a six. Game. That's the main Yeah, I gave reason. it a 6.5. It's, it's not. The mechanic isn't the most creative thing, but it works for a horror game. I mean, it's right. yeah. the guy watched an episode of Doctor Who and thought that's a good enemy, and let's oh, make yeah. it out of bronze instead of stone. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the uh, stone the angels? The weeping angels, yeah. yeah. It's a good show. 
Yeah. All right. So let's go to the next category, which is gameplay. That's well, basically you're not an anglophile, Robert. No. Right, which is right. basically controls and level design. I gave it an eight out of ten. John gave it a seven point five out of ten. Tyler an eight out of ten. Adam, another five out of ten. Wow, yeah, that's it, actually pretty low. <laughs> that, I wasn't even close to that. Um, well, the levels were basically walk from point A to point B. The puzzles were, you know, not good. Um, I, I don't think the level design was all that creative. Um, I don't know if maybe this is falls under another category, but like at the end of the game, suddenly you have to stand in front of the globe so the something from the statue gets absorbed in it. Yeah, and suddenly the statue is shooting shit at you, and mm. then in the the final confrontation in the uh, main hall, you have to get him to shoot into those three glass globes. Yeah. Which annoyed the fuck out of me. It was hard to get him to hit. Like, yeah, exactly. the timing was so bad in that game. Yeah, it was hard. Um, that just I don't know. It, I and the underutilized turning of the houses and building the rooms and stuff in the way you want and placing them in different spots. Like I know there was that the one kind of thing you did for the hidden endings to get like the gear and the lever or whatever right. but i honestly forgot about those like i saw those right when i walked in when i started the game yeah but by the time i was like one room in i i completely forgot those were there they should have really like made made you notice that stuff to where yeah like or like said like hey why don't i grab they, the gear or something like that they could like, have had like yeah. a level that, or a room that essentially worked as a tutorial in that where like you need to get an item and you can see it there but somehow they Right, and then you come they back to it you or something. That you, you need to turn the room to get to the other door or something. Or yeah. if they would have just like allowed you to attach a room to that door. Because if I remember correctly, it was the when you walked in, the way that it was laid out was there were two doors up front on the left and the right, and then two doors kind of to the back of the room. Yep. But on the right-hand side, on the lower floor, because there were also four doors upstairs, um, like on a little balcony above the main room, Yeah. Uh, there was a bookshelf knocked down towards the back door on the right-hand side, so you couldn't go through it. And then the front one where the gear and the lever was, if they would have allowed you to attach a room there, I yeah. would have probably forgot a couple times and attached a room and walked over and been like, oh, yeah, I need this, this thing. Stuff. That's true. So I don't know. Is again, just, I mean, I understand it started as a student game, but they decided they were going to make it into a full game and sell it. Yeah. So let's beef it up a little bit. So you hate students, is what you're. I doing. hate all of them. Okay, there you go. Right, makes sense. Yeah, that's what I got with your college debts and yeah. <laughs> your macaroni art. Yeah, yeah, yeah John. Yeah. Spring hey. breaks. I hate that you bring it to the studio and just fucking tape it to the walls. I like the one over there, though. The one where he did the actual shark. Yeah, that's. I like that one. It took me three days. The one with the butterflies is kind of weird, though. That's not a butterfly. Okay, that's a vagina. <laughs> <It's> actually- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a macaroni vagina yeah. makes sense. Um, it's not Rorschach. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a vagina. Don't tell people it's a butterfly. Sorry, <laughs> I, I mean, miss I miss the women's legs. <laughs> sometimes vaginas are Rorschach tests, though. That's, That's true. true. Um, no offense, all you Rorschach vaginas out there, yeah. or women. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, I didn't say all vaginas. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to the last category. Some are pretty straightforward. <laughs> let's move on to the most important category, and that's scariness. How scary <laughs> was this game? I was really going to try and squeeze a... Vagina <laughs> joke? <laughs> what were you going to squeeze? What were you going to squeeze? Because <laughs> now you just left everyone imagining what you were going to squeeze. Right after arguably the most important vaginas. He's just going to scream or, it. Vagina art. <laughs> yeah. Just just some. I hadn't fully formulated it, and he jumped right on the scariness uh, that I... I ran I ran through that sentence. Like, oh. Do you, do you find you vagina do? art to be scary? No. Do you find John's vagina art to be scary? No. No? I Good. do. I wasn't trying to. Be I, was, I was just trying to trump his scariness with arguably the most important part of the rating system <laughs> yeah. being like, are we getting actually, vagina size? Are we getting a know. sixth category for for vagina? For vagina, yeah, we should just wouldn't it be yeah. a f- wait. Yeah, what's the fifth one? It's not like we alienate our female listeners enough. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we have a secret fifth one. <laughs> That's true. Okay. All right. Well, let's see how scary everyone thought this game was. 
I gave it an 8 out of 10. John, a 7.5 out of 10. Tyler, a 6 out of 10. Adam, a 6.5 out of 10. So, again, the line, <laughs> the line has been drawn, fellas. It okay. looks like me and John versus Tyler right and down Adam. down the macaroni arc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. I told you guys I didn't like this game. No. Yeah, I, the game was creepy. So, I mean, I can't say it wasn't scary at all. We've played a lot of games that were a lot less scary than this game. Dear Esther. Well, Stanley mean, Parable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you two. Um, it was It was creepy, but... I mean, the enemy's only there for, like, the first half of the game, maybe. You kill him in the library, and then you kind of run around for a while, and he's not even there. And then you get to the end, and you have your boss fight, and it's just... Once the enemy kind of dies, and he doesn't reappear for a little while, it wasn't real... Like, it was still kind of creepy, because you don't know what's going on, but you didn't have that element of actually having something chasing you. Especially in that second half of the game, which... Is when you take all the rooms that you've already explored and you've gone through them, you take those and you have to connect all of those in a line to get to the final room, which that's actually something we haven't mentioned, but I did like that. They could have done a lot more with the room design, right? but I do like that they teach you, you know, you can put these rooms how you want, attach them to the different doorways, and then they have you explore them, and then once you've explored them all, you have to go through all of them in order, but there's nothing really going on while you're going through them. They added like some puzzle elements. Yeah, to it, there's but some puzzles, didn't. but like there's no real pressure on you during the puzzles. Right. Yeah, I, I and think the puzzles weren't none of the puzzles in this game were difficult. I no. think the trickiest puzzle of the game was the one in the attic where you had to throw stuff in the barrel because randomly uh, yeah, suddenly yeah. we're throwing stuff in the game. That's true. You never had like, to do oh that. yeah, this game has physics. Yeah. <laughs> Time to use it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and even that it wasn't like terribly difficult. I mean None of the puzzles were like, I mean, the one puzzle you kind of get punished for guessing wrong when you have yeah the, you get hurt you have all the portraits yeah. on the wall and it's one of those you know each one of them is saying something you have to figure out which one's telling the truth mm. and you get hurt when you guess the wrong one but it's there's four options yeah and you have no time limit really yeah as far as I could tell so you back just and let your health regen yeah. so you could just I mean you could completely ignore them and just randomly choose one and you're gonna get it yeah I I just didn't. Uh... The overall tone of the game was creepy. The uh, statue was creepy, and it did creep me out quite a bit. Um, I did play most of the game pretty tense, but I, I didn't think it was that scary overall because the statue was so underutilized, and he kind of show up showed up at his set moments. Uh, yeah, I think the game would have been a lot better, especially because at the end, when you, you get to the very end, like the last little bit you see that you become one of the bronze statues you see there's like two or three other ones standing there if they had utilized it where you're in a room or in this area and you have multiple of them trying oh, to get you that's craven manor too yeah. oh, oh yeah see, that's better, better, out. i think, better, that, I think <laughs> more manic more manner <laughs> <laughs> i i mean i'm kind of like i was the opposite with this like i obviously gave it the highest score uh on scariness you and, were scared and, Rock I was yeah, I was shaking in my your little Rorschach boots. vagina was just yeah. just quivering. Is that what it was? <laughs> uh, well, it looked like yeah, it was just yeah, cold. Yeah. I don't know. That's it the, was, that's it was cold and scared. Okay. Um, no, I thought it was like I, I I like games that do something different, and I felt like this one did something different. It yeah, it didn't have the mannequin the whole time, but I thought the mannequin was definitely a a scary enemy. And different, like, that you had to look at them, whereas, like, we likened it to Slender before, where you have to turn away from Slender Man. This one, you had to, like, watch the enemy. And the fact that it, like, crawled on the ground just added, like, another creepy element to him. Um, I just thought, like, as an enemy, he was pretty creepy. And the fact that he didn't show up all the time, I actually liked. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of horror games, when they're too long, they they reuse enemies or they introduce, like bigger batter enemies and it becomes more of like a tougher to get through rather than scary and because you have like these like like i don't know even slender the arrival had a different enemy type halfway through because they knew they couldn't sustain a whole game with just the slender man especially as many times as he shows up so this one they kind of didn't utilize the the mannequin as much 
and then they also made it a shorter game, which I don't know. I just but you can like also that. fall on the wrong side of that scale, which I think they did. Uh, I think you can, but for for me, I I don't know. I'm not I saying they right. had to have him in like the entire game, but they could have used him a little bit more. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't know. I gave the game a seven point five in scariness, and I, I totally agree with Robert. The you know in the few appearances that the mannequin did did make it was actually really well done. I think there was. I mean, he could have been in the game more, but you run the risk of kind of losing that edge of scariness. Like, you you kind of get used to him if he shows up too often. Yeah. You know? And, like, when you first show up, you don't realize that, like, he only moves, like, when you don't look at him. Yeah. You know, once you figure once you figure out his secret, it's like, okay, he's still scary, but I know how to deal with him. That's why I think, like, he became significantly less scary once you figure that yeah. out. Yeah. And that's why I think like having an element of having multiple of them that you'd have to try to keep track of even if they didn't like I mean I'm not saying have it be really so difficult basically you just to do, do like it, a 360 but, like yeah, cuz you go into the whole room. <laughs> I, I would have been okay it, with that. I mean it, I would have been okay I'm with not them saying, adding that. You know, throw all of them at you, but even if it was just or they kind of let you know cuz until the end of the game you don't really or as you get towards the end of the game you don't know that there's more than one of these. Right. I, I you think only the fact, ever see yeah. one. I think the fact that this was such a short game, it only took us like one or two hours to beat. Yeah. That yeah. definitely helps its scariness. If it was like your standard length horror game, oh, or yeah. like maybe even shorter, like five, six hours, yeah. it would it would have run, run, run its course. Yeah. It worn think, out its welcome. I think I've noticed that with a lot of the games we've played on here is the shorter games, the scariness holds up a little better sometimes, yeah. even if it's not the scariest game. Because a lot of the games that they start out really good. Mm-hmm. And towards the end, it's just kind of... I feel like developers not, just run out of ideas yeah. to keep it scary. Because once you get yeah. used to a game style, whether it's Alien in Space or, or like Dead Space or like Left 4 Dead or, or Slender, yeah, like you always know the enemy type. So the only thing that they can really do is like up the enemy type, change the enemy type, yeah. something like that. Yeah. They never... I think Dread Out was the only one that actually like for me mixed it up where you had your jump scares and then it got creepy. Then they showed like different kinds of enemies and it always felt kind of refreshing every chapter that it had. And it's I, very rare it's that hard a, to do that. That a horror game with a decent length actually keeps you tense the whole way through. Yeah. If you look at the top five scariest games on our list, they're mainly just short games. Yeah. Like yeah. our I mean our top two, I guess, is, PT and uh Slender, Slender. The like they're both short games. Yeah. I'm not so. sure if it's still up there because I don't I haven't seen the most recent list, but like even I know it's fairly high up there. Outlast, mm. if that game ended an hour sooner, I think it would have a much better score. Yeah, yeah. And see, like going back to Dreadout, um, that was only around like four hours, yeah. roughly. Yeah, and I think There's that game did really well. They didn't have stuff coming at you constantly. Right. They did change it up between jump scares and creepy, um, which I think. They could have maybe done a little bit better with this, with the statue. Um, they they could have used him a little bit more. I understand where you guys are coming from totally by overusing it. Mm. Um, and I couldn't definitely kill it. But they could have still just had it there a little bit more. Uh, they really had it in like the library where you had to push the right books. They just added a slight challenge to it. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like maybe if it was just stalking you a little bit more, maybe at different points in the game... Well, my only problem with the enemy was that he would actually teleport sometimes. Yeah. And I didn't like, really like that. I think he it would have been creepier. Same with Slender, like in Slenderman. I think it's creepier if they just you see them coming towards you and they just get closer and closer rather than t- the teleport aspect, which just kind of gets in your face and it's yeah. can almost become annoying rather than scary. Although that could be scary, too. It can, but I think it loses its... In PT, Lisa, the ghost, when she just pops up out of nowhere... Yeah, but you didn't crap your pants. No, I, <laughs> n- I agree, but that that also didn't happen as much as like Slenderman or uh, right, even with right. this one. And when we were doing the book part in the library, like he would teleport sometimes, like right in front of you. It did feel like it was cheating. See, but I, yeah. I, I think with PT though, now that we're discussing it, but I, I think that was a scripted moment. Like I think that was the yeah. that was the time yeah. that was supposed to happen, and it's not going to happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it becomes harder in a game like this where it's, and I I. I didn't really notice him teleporting in when I played through. Oh, really? I mainly yeah. did in the library. Like, yeah, he I mean, did. I, 
And maybe, maybe it was, but the way I just interpreted it when I was playing it is just that he was, he moves really quickly. So when you're not looking at him, like he, he's coming after you, he moves fairly quickly. So it, you know what I? That's I why he's able to catch up. Just realized, um, I only saw him really teleporting in the library, but any other time, like in the bedroom towards the beginning, yeah. um, when my flashlight would flicker and inevitably mm-hmm. go out, that would normally happen when I was a decent length across the room from him and then suddenly he would be behind me so maybe they gave up on that maybe that's what the flashlight going out was for to kind of cover that teleport thing yeah like because it gave some extra time before he was right there well it did it in the hallway when we were in the hallway the first time we saw him and we had to leave the attic and we were like kind of running away and that was like the first time that we actually saw him like where we realized like watching him would stop him moving And then I think John was playing, and he turned and started running out the thing, like the door. And like right when he turned back around, like the thing was right there, and we saw it like kind of go from one point to the point right there, and that uh, like right in front of us. And I remember we're like, well, that's kind of cheating. Like he just appears right there. Like that kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, I, I never and caught I, it that. Yeah, bad. and it may have been something. I never noticed it, but it could have been yeah, yeah. something where the, it was just a glitch in the game where the field of view it thought that he was out of vision, but he wasn't, and that's why you kind of. It might be. Saw him. Well, I mean, it happened a couple yeah. times, but yeah. I don't know. That was just. I know Slender does the same thing where he'll just appear in front of you sometimes yeah. during Slender the Arrival. And it, it could have been something they did on purpose just to kind of try to add Make in more jump scares. Yeah. 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 I don't know. All right. Well, that does it for scariness. So let's average up the scores. If, if we take all the scores, divide them by four, we get a total out of all the categories okay. of a 6.8. That's pretty That's respectable. Decent. Yeah. Good but job, on, students. Yeah. That's like. Passing, but that's with all of yeah, yeah. That's it. That's like a D plus. That's only sixty five. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, whatever. It's hey, this is Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, a little it's good. Stand. Yeah. Um, good. but if we average out the scariness rating, it gets a seven out of ten. Still passing. Pretty good. Yeah. I don't have the list to judge it on where it shows up within the higher other games. than it should. Really? Nah, really. Nah, I don't know. Okay. It's <laughs> <No>. it's <clears throat> it's it's not in the top ten. I know that. No. No, I, you know what. I think seven's a little high for it. I'm not gonna really? lie. What do you yeah. think it? Oh well. well six point five. What do you think no, it should 6.5. get? <laughs> okay. If we only had a way yeah. to, to well, judge how each person thought how scary this game was. Well, John actually. Yeah, I wish there was some way. John actually, Adam know. has decided he's gonna run his own mini episode after this on his own okay. and just give his opinions. Okay. He's, but he's gonna use tomatoes to measure measure the scary. Oh, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use cantaloupes. Ooh, cantaloupes. What about pumpkins? Okay, flaming. Those pumpkins. are pretty seasonal. Oh, little jack o' lanterns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, flaming pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little on the nose, don't you think, Robert? <laughs> nope. And they're seasonal. That's true. Mostly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, if somebody offered you pumpkin right now, would you turn it down? Yes. I'd always <laughs> turn down pumpkin. Always. One hundred percent. Even when it's Halloween, I don't even want to buy one to carve it. <laughs> just somebody just gave you pumpkin. You'd just be upset with them. I would just throw it at them. Okay. All right, guys. Do we have any final thoughts on Crazy Manor and pumpkins? I like yeah, this game. Bandicoot. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Were I, there pumpkins in Crash Bandicoots? No, okay. no. I like this game. I don't like pumpkins. Yeah, I, I like the game. Uh, the ratings I gave it, other than scariness, weren't that high. I, I didn't think it deserved great ratings, but I did enjoy the game. It was short. <clears throat> I think it beat it in like an hour. Or so it, yeah. Besides Crash Bandicoot, um, I thought... <laughs> Besides that? <laughs> yeah, but a real answer. Um, I thought it was interesting. They did some interesting new things with it, but they very much underutilized them if they make a second one. Hopefully they flesh that out, and I'll enjoy it more. No, I agree. There were definitely some interesting ideas presented here. If not, these guys, maybe another group will take these ideas that they came up with and run with them, flesh them out. I feel like there's a lot of potential here to make a really, not just a good horror game, but just a good game in general. And if you don't do it, enjoy your college debt. Yeah. There you go. Or just enjoy your macaroni art. (laughs) (laughs) Or pumpkin spice lattes. Or vaginas. (laughs) Yeah. Pumpkin spice vaginas? 
Whatever. Huh. What, do you, what do you guys carve into your pumpkins? That's just white vagina at this point. Wait, what that's do you guys true. carve into your pumpkins? Vaginas. Yeah. So uh, I'm not the only one then. No, yeah. I, I actually <laughs> usually go with Crush Bandicoot, believe it or not. Oh, that's weird. All right, guys. <laughs> it's if so much more useful with a vagina carved into it. have any questions, Ooh. comments, or suggestions just about what the candles <laughs> we should play, drop us a line at sharkdropper.com. Also, check out all of our other podcasts on sharkdropper.com. Paralyzed. That's If you like this, check out Paralyzed. It's a horror fiction podcast. About a killer Rorschach vagina. Close. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to spoil does, what it really is. <laughs> so, does, does close kill, to that. Does he kill people with pumpkins? Close. While playing Crash Bandicoot. His, Very close. His favorite yeah. food is pumpkin. Oh, okay. Very close. The Crash Bandicoot soundtrack is actually smashing pumpkins. a soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, check out our Patreon page. Uh, if you'd like to donate, it'll definitely help us out. You can donate a dollar to thousands of dollars. It doesn't matter. Help us with- buy pumpkins, some macaroni for macaroni paintings. Or and the new Crash Bandicoot that yeah. might be released by Activision within the next 10 years. Okay. Or donate pumpkins. Well, <laughs> just let's stick with money right now. <laughs> go, go to the web, go to the website, contact Robert. He'll give you an address, and you can just mail him a pumpkin. Doesn't Walmart col- mm-hmm. uh, don't they collect pumpkin speed seeds? Like a what do you mean, like all I've, of Walmart? Or I've you mean never like a specific person. <laughs> like they, <laughs> it's just Bob. Down they're at Walmart. they're yeah. like the recycling center for pumpkin seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, guys. Would this be a good time to announce that you're changing the name to PumpkinDropper.com? Yeah, yeah, or. Pumpkin dropper, <laughs> no, no dot com. No, no dot com. You know what? You know what? Stick with the dot com. It's though. I be, like it. It's gonna be www.pumpkindropper.com.com. Oh, can you tell me? Can you I tell me what the www be... stands for? Yes. Will Wide you... world <laughs> of, of Pum- whales. Yeah. Wild world go. of whales. <laughs> see, I thought you guys would have gone with like pumpkindropper.com.org or something. No, keep it dot com. Yeah, come on. Let's nobody respects little, it. It's commercial. It, yeah. feels too, it feels a little too repetitive, is all I'm saying. Eh. Okay, guys. I'm going to wrap this up now before it gets even crazier. <laughs> I think this does it. I don't know how I'm going to wrap this one up. Would you, we went from pumpkins to vaginas to, I guess, you, to vaginas again. Would you say that <laughs> this didn't get crazy, but it was a little batty? Thank you so much for listening, guys. <laughs> I've been your host, John Lasso. For my co hosts, Adam, Robert, and Tyler. <sighs> just don't. Hopefully, we'll see you next don't. time. You should have just ended it on. <sighs> see you guys. <laughs>